0: Welcome to First Tip 4. Welcome back, everyone, to part two of our Operation Safe Driver Week podcast. Operation Safe Driver Week will occur uh, July 11th through the 17th, which is today. It starts today, so get ready, everyone, and we're going to listen to a few more safety tips from our drivers all over the country and do our part to help reduce the number of injuries and deaths on our roads. So we do know that 94% of traffic crashes are caused by driver actions. Some of those actions could be speeding, driving while distracted, uh, driving under the influence, those sort of things. 2020 was actually a very deadly year on America's roads, and accidents increased 24%, even though it was during the pandemic and less people were on the road. So we are doing our part to help make sure we, make, we keep the roads safe. So here are a bunch more safety tips from our drivers and admins here at First Fleet. Hi, my name is Deborah Houston. I'm the Director of Risk Management for First Fleet. My safety tip for truck and or car drivers is to watch your mirrors. It is just as important to know what's coming up behind you as it is what is out in front of you. Be safe out there.
1: Uh, My name is Mark Galloway at the Portland Terminal. I just wanted to leave a short message for this Operation Safe Driver Week. My little message is try and be a little more cautious and courteous at points of origin and destination. Remember, these are our customers. Thank you. Have a good day.
0: Next up, we have Mr. Justin Lynn, a driver out of Coleman, Alabama, with his safety tip for the week.
2: Your attitude toward yourself or driving is the best way to stay safe out here on the highway. What I mean by that is, uh, if you're angry or you're tired, you're sleepy. You're not. You're not the same way as you are if you're just normally out here driving. What I mean by that if you're tired you're sleepy you're drowsy you don't you don't make precise directions which way you want to go uh if you're if you're angry at your spouse or your boss or something like that you've got both hands just gritted on the wheel you you don't want to you don't care about other people and, and that's where we need to come from right there is we need to really respect one another out here on the highway to help us get to our destination where we want to go. Uh, in my opinion, that's that's how we all help each other and try to stay safe. Uh, being out here alert with a good, healthy, hearty
3: breakfast,
2: uh, a good lunch, you know, seven hours of sleep, something like that. You know, that's, that's all of us.
3: Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Roger DePoolin. In this week's episode, we are talking about Safe Drive Week, which is July 11th through the 17th, with an emphasis on speeding. I want to thank all of you for what you do to help deliver our customers' products safely. But today's roads are more, have more traffic and distractions than in the past, with motorists doing everything from texting, talking on their cell phones, putting on makeup, and reading the paper. Always expect the unexpected. Some of the best ways to stay safe is to pre-plan your trip. Stay out of packs, keeping a cushion around you and other motorists. Maintain a safe following distance of at least six seconds. Monitor your speed and use cruise control whenever you can. By staying out of packs and away from other vehicles will not only reduce your likelihood of having an accident, but will also help reduce stress and anxiety for yourself. Remember, a professional driver is always safe, patient, and courteous. Thank you very much.
1: Hello, this is Christopher Harmon from Bluffton, Indiana. I'm calling to leave a safety remark about the safety of driving, and it is my belief that mirrors is your first point of contact to actually drive safe. Firstly, provide you with three mirrors on each side of your vehicle, one on the side of the hood, your spot mirror, which is below your large mirror. It's imperative that you use these mirrors for safety. My belief is safe driving involves your mirrors during lane changes and any traffic conditions. If you use these mirrors correctly, you'll be able to make safe lane changes, avoid oncoming traffic which is coming up along your sides, and the scan each one of these mirrors is just a vital part of being safe. I number my mirrors one through three. I start out with the large mirror first, which gives me the full view of the back of the trailer all the way to the back. Then I move my eyes down to the lower mirror below the large one, which is number two. That gives me a better view of what's alongside, up closer to the tractor. And last of all, I look at my hood mirror, which is gonna give me the view alongside of the cab, which I can't see real well. That's one, two, and three on each side of my vehicle that I use every time I make a lane change and even in heavy traffic situations, to keep an eye on what's alongside of my trailers. That controls my bumper space around me. And that's just my view on my main safety issue. Thank you very much. Have a good day.
0: Wow, those are some fantastic tips. Thank you so much, everyone. And it just so happened to work out that today is apparently the mirror episode. I really appreciate everyone that has called in. And to close out today's episode, I would like to introduce our special guest, Mr. Ron Crow, one of our safety regional managers. So I was just kind of looking for what are what are some safety tips you have for us? Uh, maybe some pet peeves you see drivers doing on the road, um, and then we'll get into some some fun stories too if you've got any.
4: I've got a few little stories. Um, Operation Safe Driver Week is going to be July 11th through 17th, and its emphasis on driving safe around. Uh, Big trucks. So they're, they'll be looking at cars, RVs, motorcycles, pickups, you know, and big trucks. And I'm concentrating on speeding this year. So, um, speeding, distracted driving, seat belts, all that good stuff in all the vehicles. So, uh, nice. my biggest driving tip would be drive the truck, stay out of packs of traffic. And, uh, you know, th- the big thing is you, you see drivers all the time, and they get up there around all the cars.
3: And yeah.
4: You don't know who's on a cell phone and uh um, Oh that's so, true. So you you're around five, six, seven, eight, nine other vehicles in a pack and somebody's on that phone, it takes one second for somebody to hit us. And and that's one of our number one DOT recordable accidents is that is our number one is hit by other vehicle. And people just not paying attention. So as drivers and because uh, 'cause I've been driving now thirty one years, you just have to just just drive the truck. You know, keep us keep that space cushion, in front of you, behind you, and to your sides, and always know where everybody's at. And that that that's my biggest safety tip: is just just drive, Perfect. do what you're supposed to do.
0: That that is great, and that's something I know. That's what I always tell my family: is leave enough space when you pull when you get into the right lane. Leave enough space for that truck. Don't take up their stopping space. So
4: it is. And then with the blind sides on our, all the blind spots on our truck. So we need right. that cushion space to our right and left, too, because 99 percent of the people operating cars don't know where our blind spots are. So, right. you know, if if you have a vehicle on your right, just say you're in the middle lane and you have a vehicle on your right and it kind of disappears, sometimes you can slow down and that vehicle is going to speed up a little bit because it's still going the same speed. So you slow down. Now it's out of your blind spot. And then check your mirrors and just, just keep that space around you. Ooh, and it's just key. It's just key to to keep from having other vehicles hitting us. And even though it might be their fault and it costs it cost our drivers a lot of time with uh, having to deal with, you know, the accident scene, hope nobody gets hurt and all the paperwork and stuff that goes with it. It just it costs them time on the road. So
0: Absolutely any pet peeves that you see that we could all work to do better on?
4: Stay off the phone. (laughs) And and it's not just picking up the phone, using it. I mean, I know of drivers that that talk to each other going down the road and they'll be on the Bluetooth. You're on the phone with a conversation. And once you get past that little quick five-minute little call, say, hey, I I need you to do this. Or you're talking to somebody and having an hour, 30-minute, two-hour conversation, what happens? Your mind's in that conversation. It's not on the road where it needs to be. So my biggest pet peeve is just just stay off the phone and 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 concentrating and going back to what I said earlier. Just just drive, drive the truck.
0: Gotcha, nice. Any uh any personal stories that you have to help us learn about safety and why it's so important, or examples that of accidents that you've seen that maybe could have been prevented with a proper pre-trip inspection or. Um...
4: Well, let's talk about pre-trip inspections. Um, One thing about a pre-trip, everybody thinks that you're pre-tripping a truck, and it takes five, six minutes. It takes 15, 20 minutes to actually do a good pre-trip on the truck, but what about pre-tripping yourself?
0: Oh, okay. What does that look like?
4: Uh, Do you have everything with you that day you need? Do you you have your Bluetooth? Uh, Do you have your lunchbox? Do you have your driver's license, your spare glasses? How's your body? Are you fatigued? Do you, are you ill do you really need to get i mean if you're tired and you didn't get rest do we need to maybe you know take a couple hour nap before we go or you know h- how are you so and that's the biggest thing on pre-tripping yourself is how are you are you fatigued or ill i mean do you have a lot of stress is just stuff in your mind that you really don't need to be driving at that moment so yeah. you have to pre-trip yourself besides pre-tripping the equipment Uh,
0: That's a great point. And that's something that I was actually uh, also going to bring up on this uh, for this podcast for Safe Driver Week. Um, I actually my mom was just in a really bad wreck because she was driving. She was sick and she was fatigued and she ran off the road and could have been seriously injured. Luckily, she was not. But that has been a big thing in my family right now is, you know, if you're tired, pull over, you know, take a nap. It's that 20 minutes you know, that hour nap, whatever you need to take is worth a lot more than someone's life that could happen if you are driving tired and you make an accident, make a, you make a mistake.
4: That That's very true. And it's just, just, you know, you have to recognize what your own um, signs are of fatigue and then knowing how to recognize them. The big thing is, is doing something about it. Right. And pulling over taking that nap
0: okay cool thank you and um let's see what about um what are the most common road dangers that you see
4: inattentive driving and and okay. and, and, it's, and it's more from you have and, and people not knowing how to how to deal around trucks uh we I was, actually i was i was riding with a guy yesterday and uh this this vehicle is trying to Didn't know if it was going to pass us or not, but it just stayed right there on our left side, um, kind of between the tandems of the trailer and the rear, and just kind of back and forth, back and forth, just kind of right back there and just stand there. And that's not a good place to to be because, um, you know, if we blow a tire, where's the recap going to go? It might go up onto that car. So if you have that vehicle that's kind of hanging out around you, it goes back to keeping out of packs of traffic sometimes it's best just to slow down let everybody get away from you that's one of the big ones is just watching where you're at and and you have to it's like when i taught my kids how to drive and when i trained drivers um you know you have to drive for everybody on the highway you have to drive your truck and you have to anticipate what everybody else is going to do so um and and a lot of our million mile two million three four million mile drivers they're going to tell you that as well as you drive your vehicle and um you, you have to anticipate what everybody else on the highway is going to do. Yeah. So wow. makes makes our jobs hard. It I was really about does. to say,
0: I had no idea before I started here how difficult it was to be a truck driver on the road. It is an amazingly it, complicated.
4: It, it's a lot different than when I started driving I because mean, there's, I, I don't know, I, I read somewhere, I don't know how many more cars and trucks are on the road, you know, in the, 2021 versus when i started driving in 1990 i mean there's (laughs) a lot more vehicles on the road so uh, you know and and it it makes it makes things a a lot more challenging plus the speed limits are higher now and uh where we you know where the speed limits might only been 55 now they're 65 and 55 people are still running 65 70 but now they're 65 and 70 now people are running 80 90 miles an hour and so um it's it's changed a lot, but uh, it's still it's all the same principle. Drive your drive your truck and just then uh, kind of keep an eye out for everybody else.
0: Cool. Any uh any final you know safety stories or personal experiences you want to share and crazy well, stories on the road? You
4: brought you brought up pre trips and post trips. Okay. Okay. Um, I I've got a story when I was uh, when I was a bakery supervisor in Jamestown. We had a driver, he was notorious for not doing a pre trip and post trip, and uh, calls me up. and He gets to his dropping hook location, and he's he's mad, he's upset. And he says, Uh, he says, uh, needs you to find out who pulled the trailer, such, 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 has got a blown tire on it. And I said, Is it flat or blown? He goes, Oh, no, it's blown, and I said, Okay. Uh, and he said, We gotta tell these guys to do post trips, and and I've you know, we've always talked to that guy. So I pulled up the trailer on, on the computer and I says, where are you sitting at? He goes, I'm in the truck. I said, good. Rode down the window, look in the mirror start fussing because <laughs> you left that trailer there yesterday and nobody else pulled it. So, <laughs> and, and then that's the thing. When we talk to the drivers about doing that pre-trip and that post-trip, you would never know. Because if you don't do a post-trip and check your tires, check your lights and your brakes to make sure that equipment is uh, is good when you drop it somewhere. And do a DVR if it's and if there's a problem with it. and sometimes you might have to call in a breakdown to get somebody out there to fix it. but uh, it's best to do that because you might be the one going back to get that piece of equipment and you left it that way. So it, it cost and he was upset because he was ready to get home yeah. and uh, cost him a couple hours because he had to wait on somebody come fix a tire so. ouch.
0: Yeah, and I know firsthand how long uh, post trips, how long pre trips and post trips take. Because I actually just recorded a video with you a couple weeks ago, and that will be coming out very soon. Um, And that took us, from start to finish, plus we replaced some Glad Hand Seals, that took us 45 minutes of filming time. Not to mention all the, you know, just kind of extra time that goes into filming something, but 45 minutes from start to finish. um, And so I'm trying to shorten the video, but a proper pre-trip when you're checking your tire pressure and you're doing everything, it takes longer than five minutes for sure.
4: It does. And does. And that's part of the DLT regulations is that it, that you have to, the driver has to make sure the equipment is safe and roadworthy before they get on the road. And that's, that's where your pre-trip comes in. And if something's wrong, we just, you know, get that DVR done. Um, might have to call the terminal manager to shop. If you have a shop at your location or, and I just have to call breakdown to get somebody out there to fix it. And, uh, yeah. That's just what we need to do. Yeah. It also keeps those uh, CSA points down on our maintenance bay- basics. So.
0: Oh, that's a good point. I almost forgot about that. Yes. Do it have does. to keep that in mind at all times. We do. Wonderful. Thank you so much for giving this call and um, talking to me and getting some good safety tips in. I really appreciate this. I always learn a lot when I talk to you, so.
4: Well, thank you very much for having me on, and uh, thanks for uh, doing that video. I can't wait to see how that pre-trip video comes out. That was that was fun. I it had I had, a bl- I had a blast, and I had a blast today. So
0: I know, and I can't wait until everybody sees it, too. They're going to love it. All
4: right. Well, all right. thank you.
0: Wow, this has been a fantastic podcast, and I am so thankful to everyone who called in and gave us some helpful safety tips. Hey, if you ever want to call into the podcast, all you have to do is dial 615 and leave a short audio message if you ever have any questions about the podcast or uh, issues you want to bring up let me know we'd love to feature you on the show and we'd just like to answer your questions I'll be sending out a couple of gift cards as a thank you I'm going to draw some names from our wonderful callers that we had this past week thank you again to everyone and we hope everyone has a wonderful safe driver week and we are hoping for no speeding tickets All right, everybody, thank you again and drive safe.